Hello, friend. Welcome to your Hope Coach Podcast. I'm Carmen Horn, your host and your Hope Coach. I pray that you'll look forward to our visits as a few minutes of hope in a world that wants us to feel hopeless. Hey, everyone. Y'all, I cannot with all this heat. This is not my first hot summer, but this place is hot as the dickens. I heard once that a lady doesn't sweat. She perspires. Well, this lady's sweating, and I don't sweat easy. We're really going to appreciate those fall and winter temps more than ever by the time they arrive. So today I thought we'd talk about fear. We've touched on this topic a few times, but today I thought I would give you three simple but valuable actions you can take when you're scared. I'm studying the book of Numbers. I've heard that Leviticus is the graveyard of yearly Bible reading plans. So if you made it past Leviticus, well, you get a gold star and you ran right into Numbers. In chapter 13, God tells Moses to send out one leader from each tribe to explore the promised land. This was an exciting time for them. Or it should have been. Those fellas headed out with a scouting plan designed by God. They returned with a scouting report designed by fear. They all agreed the land was a beautiful, prosperous land. All 12 of them knew that this was a land that God promised them. Yet everyone but Caleb and Joshua decided the battle would be too hard. Fear gripped them. While I was studying, I asked myself, how did the Israelites feel? Well, they felt small. They felt ill-prepared. They felt scared. Let's read a bit of their scouting report. This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces. You know, this is when they were carrying those grapes on their shoulders, those huge grapes. But the people living there are powerful, and their towns are fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. We can't go against them. They are stronger than we are. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. The Israelites wanted to go back to Egypt. The writer of Psalms 106 says, The people refused to enter the pleasant land, for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. I would love to proclaim that you would find me leading the charge to take the land, but I know better. (laughs) I have felt the anxiety of a giant-sized situation. I have looked at my circumstances and thought, I'm not equipped to handle this. Caleb and Joshua experienced everything the other scouts had. But unlike others, Caleb and Joshua believed God's promise to care for them. They took him at his word. They remembered God's continued care for them. Just like all the others, Caleb and Joshua had walked across a dry seabed and watched their captors drown. They drank water from a rock and they ate manna from heaven. What's the difference? Fear. Here's Caleb's threat assessment. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. God told Moses in 1424, But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. Don't we wish God would say that about us? Don't we hope he says that about us? He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of that land. Did Caleb and Joshua feel fear? Well, I suspect they did. They just moved forward scared. All of us have faced giants with our knees shaking. Here's three things I do to fight fear. One, 
I pray for the Holy Spirit to help me discern between healthy and unhealthy fear. Did you know there's a difference? Healthy fear keeps us aware as we walk alone in the parking lot. Healthy fear propels us to the doctor to check out unusual symptoms. Healthy fear alerts us when danger is near. Unhealthy fear keeps us from trying new opportunities because we don't know what might happen. Unhealthy fear sees sees danger in every situation we don't control. Unhealthy fear can imprison us in anxiety and paranoia. I was a scaredy cat little girl and I brought those traits into adulthood. Let me tell you what. Declaring I'm no longer a slave to fear is easier sung than lived for me. God continually holds my hand to help me. My favorite verse is Isaiah 41.10. Let's read it in the New Living Translation. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Next, I ask God to pull up anything he didn't plant in my life. Jesus addressed this in Matthew 15:13. He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. There were so many seeds of fear and anxiety sowed into my life. I sowed them. Others sowed them. Even today, media tries to plant all those negative weeds in my life. I believe the 24-7 news and social media cycle must be one of the worst assaults on our peace. Once those negative seeds are sown, they're like the worst long weeds I've ever fought. As I speak, we've got some kind of weed trying to take over our lawn. Good grief. It's 110 heat index and the grass is turning brown, but the weeds are alive and well. The best way to eliminate them is to pull them up by the root. I invite God to pull some weeds. I also pray this for our daughter. I know we planted some weeds in our girl's life and I don't want them to keep growing. Mamas and daddies, ask God to jerk up those weeds from your kid's life. Jerk them up by the roots. We only want good seeds planted in good soil in our lives. Next, I hang on tight to what I know about God's character and move forward scared. Knees knocking, stomach acid churning, heart pounding, moving forward. Caleb and Joshua strengthened themselves in what they knew about God's character. They reminded themselves of his provisions in the past. Those guys decided long before they camped in the wilderness of Paran that they believed God would take care of them. There's a difference between believing in God and believing God. They believed God. It's a good question to ask ourselves when unhealthy fear grips us. Do I believe God or do I only believe in God? These three tips I just gave on combating fear are good ones to put in your fear-fighting tool cat. Chill chest. I'm tickled to have you here with me today. When we're together again in a couple of weeks, me, Christine, and our friend Ellen Chauvin will finish our discussion about replenishing our peace in the second part of our special summer series. I want to declare Matthew 15, 13 over you today. God will pull up every unhealthy seed planted in your life by the roots. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, We know that unhealthy fear does not come from you. You tell us not to be anxious, to fear not, to cast our burdens on you because you care for us. Your word explains that you will never leave or forsake us and that you have a good plan for our lives, a plan filled with hope. Empower us through the Holy Spirit to live boldly. Saturate our hearts with your peace and help us to discern unhealthy fear from healthy fear. 
Forgive us when unbelief in your love and sovereignty brings on fear of our future. Thank you for the security of being held in your victorious right hand. With a deep love for you, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As always, all the Bible verses I mentioned will be in the show notes, along with my contact information. I invite you to follow the podcast and will be honored for you to leave a review. Talk to you soon.